0: Dear disciples and dear friends of the disciples, today I would like to reflect with you on another great word, the word forgiveness. In this time of epidemic, we can rediscover the meaning of this word. We can think of the prodigal son when a severe famine struck the country. He reflected, he came to his senses, And maybe he perceived the meaning of the word mercy and forgiveness. This is why he was able to return home. Forgiveness is important in this time because it is something that can help us understand how the evil we are suffering can be transformed into something good. You know, the epidemic makes visible the evil of sin, the evil of isolation, of hatred of suspicion. It makes evil visible in our daily life. We see the inability of approaching others. We see our fear of being close to others. What we see now externally is what evil is in its core, in its heart. The situation, therefore, I think it invites us to ask God for forgiveness And to ask forgiveness from our brethren, because we have behaved in the depth of who we are, as we see now that we behave during this time of epidemic. What is forgiveness then? As I said, forgiveness allows us to see how God can bring goodness out of something evil. Forgiveness is a response to evil. Maybe we have suffered a huge offense from a friend. And this evil created by this offense hurts us. And it seems to break our union, our friendship, the story of our friendship. It seems that this story cannot not go forward anymore. What happens then? What is the power of forgiveness? It takes place when we are able to say to this friend, you hurt me, but our bound, our bond is deeper than the wound you have inflicted on me. You are better than what you have done, and our union, our friendship has deeper roots than this evil. in this moment, if we are able to do so because we understand how big our friendship is, if our friendship is really big, then we can say, we can learn how to look at the offense in a new light and we say. Our bond is bigger than this action. Every time now I remember this evil action, I will remember it together with forgiveness and together with the depth of our union. And then I look at this evil like transformed, transfigured in a new light. This evil was was real, yes. This evil damaged our friendship, but thanks to that evil, forgiveness came And this made our friendship grow. In the Christian tradition, this is expressed with the words of the Easter Vigil, happy the fault that earned so great a redeemer. The evil has been transformed by love. So that now we look at our sins, but whenever we look at our sins, we see Christ's death for us and we see the Father's love for us who created us. This, is, this happens also, especially within a family, when the spouse's husband and wife can look at each other and say, yes, we offended each other many times in different situations, but our marriage vows established upon Christ are greater than this offense, than this evil, small or big. And in, this is why we can always forgive each other. And the same thing between parents and children. Yes, my son, my daughter, you offended me, but our union is, is much bigger, much deeper. Because it is a covenant I established with you when I gave you a name, when I recognized you as a gift from God. In these days of quarantine, as a family, forgiveness will be very much needed. For this is a time of fear, isolation, that will probably generate frictions, offenses, resentment, loss of patience. But remember, the worst is not the evil that we commit. There is an evil that is bigger is the lack of forgiveness. It means that we have forgotten the reason we are together. The reason that is not only in us, but is in God. Who joined us together in marriage and joined us together as a family. God, the creator, did not only create, create a, a good world, very good, but he did more. He created a world where even, even evil could be transformed into good. I want to finish with a quote from Saint Ambrose of Milan. He says that God, when he created the world, he created each being, all of them were good, but only after creating the human being, he was able to rest. And then Ambrose says why? Because he answers only when he created the human being, he had created a being whom he could forgive, and by forgiving he could really rest. Before that, we could say God could not totally rest because of the threat of evil. But when he created a human being, the threat of evil was was there because he had created the freedom of the human being, but he had also created the possibility of forgiving. And in this forgiveness, he could rest. And San Ambrose said this was fulfilled in the cross of Christ, who, for, who was the, the final forgiveness of the human being. So, and, and rested on the cross, Christ rested in the Father's hands for us. The definitive rest of God arrives on the cross. Here, the threat of evil has finally been overcome. And as the book of Revelation says, at the end of time, there will be no more tears. God will wipe the tears from our eyes. Let us live out this time with this hope.